to another episode of the Dead Writers Talk, the podcast brought to you by the Dead Writers Society. As you know, I'm your host, Jess, and thanks for joining me. This will be the final episode of season one. We've wrapped up interviews with the board members and we'll be back with some new and fun episodes in April. You can expect things like book trivia episodes, some deeper conversations about writing, and updates to the graphics on YouTube. Keep an eye out on our Instagram page so you can stay up to date on when season two will premiere. Now, onto our guest for the finale. We've got another one of our fantastic events chiefs. Thank you so much, Sasha, for joining me. Oh, thank you so much for having me on. Hello. It'll be great. (laughs) (laughs) Trust me, I'll go easy on you. Ask anyone. Okay. Maybe. (laughs) We'll see. (laughs) Um, So why don't you kind of start off with what do you do for the Dead Writers Society? Yeah, sure. Um, So I'm an events chief at the Dead Writers Society, which basically means I um, sort of create and plan events and then host them. Um, So I was part of the um, the most recent one um, or like the most recent event, which was the Valentine's event where we gave a few prompts and then amalgamated people with their sort of Valentine's um, match. And that was really exciting. And yeah, we're definitely hoping um, to do more such events in the future. Yeah, that'd be great. I know um, I've been kind of taking a look at some of the events docs and I'm excited for what's to come. We've got some really, really fun yeah. stuff in the works. It's going to take a bit to plan, but it'll be really fun. For sure, yeah. Um, how did you kind of decide to apply to be an events chief? So, I mean, it was really weird because um, I was like looking to become part of like a writing organization or just find a group. Yeah. And I think most people do find it through Lee because I was following her already. And then I was like, oh, wait, hello. <laughs> and then I just, and then it was so lucky because like, at the time when I found the writing organization, that was the time when they were also open for submissions. And it was like, event chiefs seemed like the perfect thing because it was like, um, like the actual like events themselves and sort of like the product. And I was like, oh, that's so exciting. And yeah, I just applied and I was like, let's see what happens. And yeah, um, here we are. <laughs> here we are. Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure everyone found it through Lee. Uh, we all have this running joke that we all just started out as Lee stands. Oh, yeah. Here we are. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But yeah, no, I think it's honestly cool, especially because, like, I don't know, for before I applied, I had been following Lee's account for like a little over a year. Oh, wow. So watching her grow and then knowing her now, it's kind of a little crazy. Like, she just hit 32,000 followers on Instagram. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, I know her. <laughs> She's my boss. It's, it's a little insane. Um, as an events chief, is there anything you can kind of tease about any upcoming events? Um, well, yes. Yeah, so we have an event coming up very soon, actually. And it's Ew. going to be a writing sprint held um on Instagram live and I mean this was something that when we first begun um in our very like first meeting as the events chiefs um we were like we were like we want to do this like we want to do writing sprints and um 
so it's really exciting to be able to do that especially because um it was interesting that all of us were quite interested in like um doing a writing group session um and yeah now we like actually get to do that and of course it's virtual but i mean it's better than nothing yeah no i mean the writing sprint is coming up i'm pretty sure what is this upcoming saturday april 2nd yeah yeah from 12 to 1 yes on instagram live um and since this episode is actually going out on Thursday right before we can actually tell people who's going to be doing the writing sprint if you want to yeah, tell them um oh yeah so Lee is going to be um joining us for the writing sprint and of course Jayla um so that is really exciting because got the gang <laughs> um gang ready to go yeah <laughs> um so yeah that definitely adds a bit of you know exciting flavor to the um writing sprint and yeah it should, it should be a blast i think it'll be great and i think it's definitely i'm excited for this to become something that we kind of keep doing yes it would be great to have like a monthly thing um for this um just as well because like a writing group kind of keeps you on track I mean, as a writer, it's really difficult to, like, motivate yourself. So this definitely will <laughs> I can definitely understand that. Um, is there any other events you can kind of tease, whether it's something that's completely planned or maybe just an idea, something you want um, to Well, I mean, we currently are planning a lot of different events. I know that we have the, um, so around like May 7th, we're thinking of doing the work in progress um, celebration day, which is like really cool. Um, And you'll be able to, well, people will be able to send in different um, like videos, reels, um, photos, just of their um, different submissions, um, which is really exciting. But honestly, like um, there's, there's a lot going on also with the, summer program <laughs> currently and then I'm currently like in the brainstorming and you know um trying to like just get get the schedule just flourishing with all of these yeah build up a good schedule so that we know what we're doing ahead of time yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that'll be good to have like a solid plan and basis to like build things off of now I know Based off of how the Hearts to Heart Valentine's Day event went, there was some talks about maybe repeating that for other holidays. Oh, yeah. I mean, so for Easter, I'm not sure if we're doing that for Easter, but I think, and then there's that whole period of summer, of course, where there's not really any holidays. Um, I mean... In America, they celebrate 4th of July. We just sort of, like, make jokes about it. Um, <laughs> As a Canadian, no, I understand that. Like, <laughs> I, I'm in Canada. We have Canada Day. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, and it's on... Oh, I'm going to feel horrible. It's on July 1st. So, like, okay. Canada's, Canada's just like, yay, we're so great. Do, do, do. And then three days later, we're watching as all the Americans are doing the same thing. <laughs> well, you have Canada Day? Like, we have nothing. Like we just, we just, the where Halloween and Christmas is all that we sort of live on. Where are you? I'm in the UK. Um, and you got nothing? 
No, we literally have nothing. Like, we don't even celebrate the queen. We just sort of boast about her and then, like... <laughs> you just yeah. kind of brag about her. Yeah, that's... that's it. No, it's either bragging. Some people really love her. Some people joke about her. And some people try um, to, like, hijack Buckingham Palace. And, like, I know some people who, like climbed over gates and like tried to run about until soldiers sort of like grabbed them <laughs> that's a, a really small percentage of people but you know there's always things there's a so. small few yeah the, the very very <laughs> I've always wanted to go and see Buckingham Palace and I know because there's the soldier stationed out front and they're like not allowed to react to anything on the outside <laughs> and I've always kind of just wanted to like Push it a little. <laughs> I think that's yeah, just, sure. I think that's a very much like a I want to say foreign ideal where we're like like you have the Canadians and the Americans who are like, let's just go try and break them. <laughs> like I don't know how many people from the UK actually do it, but I'm saying like when us internationally, I'm, I think it's a pretty big thing. <laughs> I mean like the thing is I've tried that as well but I feel like they're just so trained that you give up like right? after like a good five minutes you're like well this this is just this is ridiculous you know they're not they're gonna, not gonna yield so. I don't know how they do it though some of the stuff people come up with is so brilliant I actually don't understand like they have like maybe they just have terrible senses of humor or you know who knows <laughs> You know, it's, so the a, it's a requirement to have a yeah. horrible sense of humor. <laughs> it must be cool being from the UK. I mean, it's definitely somewhere I've always wanted to visit. Oh yeah, you should come. I'm gonna do it. I'll do it. <laughs> I'm gonna come. I'm just gonna go knock on the gates of Buckingham Palace. Excuse me. <laughs> Hello. Oh my god. Yeah. Um. No, I mean, it's, I I personally really like America. So I feel like it's sort of that, you know, idea that like um, Americans or Canadians are really interested about the UK and sort of vice versa. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's like, I can't really compare it because once again, I, I don't know, but I have always <laughs> wondered what it's like to go to like an American high school, you know? Oh, the American life, the American yeah dream yeah I mean I've always I mean growing up I was always kind of like because you have like the movies and the tv shows mm -hmm. and you're like why do Americans have it so different I have to walk through two feet of snow sometimes to go to school like what is this oh my god <laughs> yeah that was fun times it was great Goodness. snow Don't is fun though to London like we get like five millimeters of snow and everyone's like snow <laughs> oh I would prefer that I hate snow I hate the cold I don't like it it's I was no. born in the wrong place get me out of Canada hashtag free Jess <laughs> <laughs> hashtag get Jess to London ASAP exactly start a GoFundMe my goodness oh my god <laughs> That should be like a dead writers event. Like everyone comes to London. <laughs> oh my god, that just—I don't know. I feel like that'd be so cool because like there's so much inspiration. I think we can draw from London for writing, just because there's so much rich history and architecture. Like it's just that would be my dream. Like let me just go sit 
at like a cafe somewhere outside in London and like I'm golden yeah that sounds great I'll be happy <laughs> maybe maybe I should mention that for the summer program like a little twist to the summer program <laughs> <laughs> we're all gonna take a trip to London yeah <laughs> we're gonna go crash Sasha's place <laughs> oh my god yes <laughs> if we can go stay at the palace i don't know oh yeah no i'm, I'm yeah <laughs> the queen she's up for it what, what what's that book as well um red white and royal blue oh yeah yeah we can you know do a bit of do a bit of that, mm, that you know? yeah you know mm? <laughs> <laughs> on back to my questions um are you like do you consider yourself to be a writer do you have any hopes of like publishing in the future oh yeah for sure I mean um I like to consider myself first and foremost a writer even though I'm not considering it as like a full-time profession just because um I can't sit at home all day and write like I'm just I wish too active for that <laughs> yeah like I just can't but um but yeah, no, I love writing and I work on projects and, you know, want to get published one day. Oh, what oh. do you write the most? Like, is there a typical genre you stick to? Oh, um, well, see, the thing is, I was writing a lot of, like, fantasy slash drama slash sci-fi sort of, like, mixed in for a long time. That was sort of the thing that I was going for. But currently, my, like, whip, do people call it a whip? Some people do. I always feel weird saying it, but I mean, go for it. That's a lot of people call it that. Sure. <laughs> Working progress, whip, go for it. Anyway, yeah. So the current whip um, is, um, it actually went down a sort of like um, very drama slash psychological um, sort of um pathway and it's mostly about like a moral dilemma and it sort of centers around that and it's a bit like um like if you take something like gone with the wind and strip it like strip it's like no not even no well it's not so historical as gone with the wind like it has a lot about the um the war and everything in that book but it's very um character focused and I think with this book especially it it just so happens that everything is centered around the characters um and yeah anything you want to tease more about the book do we have like a name a little synopsis okay so the thing is um the whenever I try and explain the plot um it's one of those sort of stories um I don't know if you've read We Were Liars um it's basically it's basically one of those things that like the plot slowly unravels itself so the the yeah. only thing you know at the very start of the of the like piece is that she's there's this girl who lives alone in an apartment and she can't leave and that's all you know and I can't say anything more because um <laughs> it slowly gets unraveled but it's centered around um sort of this like once again, as I said, like this moral dilemma and it's about um, choosing um, how you choose between um, yourself and like your family and um, just sort of this interweavings between like different topics such as like yeah. technology's impact on our lives and at the same time like how, how like 
the sort of like the main question is um like how how do we how do we construct morality and like what does that even mean in a way and like how do you go about making moral decisions if you don't really if there's no like grounded basis for that um yeah. so it sort of goes from there um wow that sounds good <laughs> that sounds really good i'm intrigued um yeah and oh wait what was the second the oh yeah the other question um so it's currently called um if there are only windows Ooh. all i can say <laughs> i like it i'm currently I'm in like coffee right now <laughs> <laughs> um, well i can definitely get you on the beta readers list Ooh, but i need to finish um i need to like edit it because i've just reached that stage where like i'm beginning to edit it and I've like reached a slump because like suddenly I'm like, oh my god, I have to edit it. And I'm like, that's so annoying. <laughs> like you've like you've done it all and you're like, oh, I'm so proud of myself, but then you remember, oh, I have yeah. to edit it now. Yeah, literally. Yeah, and I'm always like afraid because I'm like, imagine I read it and I hate it. And like, ew. <laughs> well, I mean, is it what? Is your is it your first draft? Um, yes. Like it's because I came back and redid certain bits, so some of them have been like already re-edited it but technically it's the first draft so well you know what the first draft isn't supposed to be perfect or so i'm told i strive for perfection uh so i wouldn't know are you like currently working on a whip of your own yes i am um, it's what i affectionately call my murder book oh my god <laughs> <laughs> tell me more because <laughs> it's, it's centered around a a female serial killer Ooh. who is also a consulting criminal profiler and she kind of like works with a lot of different agencies worldwide because she's incredibly smart and she's brought into the FBI to work on a case of a new serial killer in LA and she has to basically try and work with these two other FBI agents to find this new killer all the while she's getting messages directly from the killer to her as her serial killer oh. self. Oh so God. this new serial killer knows that she's also a serial killer. <laughs> Damn. And knows who she is in like the real world. So she's trying to catch him before he does something drastic, like reveal who she is. Um, and oh my God. Some really good plot twists. And originally it was going to be a trilo trilogy. And then I accidentally turned it into a five book series. So <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's great. There's some great plot twists in there. And I, I'm excited to actually start writing it. I fully planned out the first book though. And yeah. Are you like one of those writers who like plans it all out beforehand? Yeah. Yeah. Like I have a, I have a Google doc. That's just, I've planned out all 22 chapters. So like, I know oh, wow. what I'm doing for each one. Ooh. Now I just have to actually write it. Yeah. Yes, queen. <laughs> I just gotta do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell me, when, tell me when you're anywhere near the end, because I'm excited to read it. Oh yeah. We'll just, we'll just do tradesies and then we'll oh, yeah, yeah, sure. no, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. it'll work out. It'll work out. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> How did you kind of come up with your idea? Like, did you have something that kind of inspired you or? Um, so it was, you know, on TikTok, 
um, where I feel like all the chaos really starts. But um, <laughs> okay, um, no, basically it was a. Uh, it was like one of those random prompts that wasn't even a writing prompt. It was just yeah. like a random moral question. Yeah. And then I was like, hmm, that's interesting. And then I like started writing it down and I got like really into it. And I, it was basically meant to be like very short, but then it just kept sort of going and it kept adding like all of these plot twists. And yeah. yeah. I mean, it's like not too long considering like comparatively, um, but it it's still like solid that's cool though no I can definitely understand it I've had um I haven't been able to fully write a book yet but I've written a lot of short stories and I've had some where I've sat down with an idea and I've started like working it out in my head and then I've gone okay this has gotten away from me a little bit and I just turned this into a whole book um okay <laughs> so I can it, it kind of gets away from you sometimes because the creativity sets in and then all of a sudden you're just like oh here we go yeah literally a whole idea it just takes you places it's, it's crazy <laughs> so what would you kind of say is your writer origin story oh my how friend. did you start writing um I feel like okay so um I used to like play with little toys you yeah. know and I feel like technically when you can't write as a kid, that's like your way of sort of starting to create yeah. these like stories and like um, relationships between like inanimate objects. <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, no, I started writing. It was it was just one of those things that like I started doing, but there was no like, like point in time where I was like, wow, I'm writing. It was just like gradually I just began to like write not only just like small short stories but like I would progress further and it, it was always just like one of those things that I wanted to do and I never really questioned why I started doing it. No I get that I mean I never really thought about it that way because as a kid I always did a lot of those like playing with your toys and making up a story kind of thing. I never really thought of it that way but it really makes a lot of sense. <laughs> There's a lot of complex stories my six-year-old brain was making these Barbies go through. <laughs> so from writing, do you also kind of have like a big love of reading? Because typically they go hand to hand, hand in hand. Okay, so I kind of feel like a fake writer sometimes <laughs> because like, I don't read as much <laughs> as others do. Um, but I'm trying to get back into it. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so like, I like read, but like, not that much, which is not very good. Um. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get it. I mean, I haven't actually read a physical book in a while, but I've read like, I've read like little fan fiction stuff on the internet. <laughs> So I like both feel like I'm a fraud for saying I'm a reader, but I'm still technically reading. It's just not yeah. like physical books. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. Fine. <laughs> I'm still a reader. I'm yeah. looking at the, what, 41 books on my bookshelf I've yet to read. Oh my and God. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to buy more. Yeah, no, that, that's definitely, I completely relate to that. Um, but I mean, okay, no. So I was like, I have to like start reading. So 
yesterday I picked up a book. Um, it's um, These Violent Delights by Chloe Gong. I have it on my shelf right no now. No way. And Lee, is, yeah, Lee is on my case about starting to read it. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. I think it's a requirement for us board members to read it. Oh, I see. <laughs> I see. Fair enough. Yeah, well, I'm glad I'm, you know, ticking the boxes with that one then. Um, yeah, no, because I started reading it, and just from the first chapter, I was like, oh, oh, this is good. Oh, oh. So, yeah, shall be continuing that one. Well, that's cool. I mean, I'm looking at it right now, and I meant to start it a week ago, and then I didn't. Um... <laughs> It's just kind of my life right now. I would have started reading it, but then I didn't. Um, but it's fine. You know what? Maybe I'll start it too. And then we can kind of like book club style <laughs> freak out about it together. Yes. Yeah, no. When I told Lee, I don't know if you saw in the chat when I told Lee and she absolutely lost her mind. Oh, I might have. Wait, wait, wait. I might have seen that. <laughs> I like might have like been a subconscious like, you know. Um... Yeah, it was. It was last Saturday, the day of Coach Hunt, and I had taken a break from monitoring Twitter, and I went upstairs, and my sibling was just like, hey, do you want these? And I went, what are they? And he was like, oh, it's just these two books. I just don't really, they don't, they're not really like my kind of thing. And I was like, oh, let me see. And then I looked at them, and I went, oh, boy, yeah, I better take those. <laughs> oh, my God. And Lee absolutely lost it. And then Mars decided to scare me when she said ah, prepare for tears and I went what sorry tears yay yay <laughs> that's so good to hear great yeah I mean it's based off Romeo and Juliet so like I, I suspect it's going to be rather tragic oh I didn't but... even think about it that way yeah. I just kind of figure when people are like oh based off of Romeo and Juliet they'd like fix the tragic part but no, I feel like why authors like to make people suffer currently. <laughs> you know what? I get it. As a writer, I get it. I too like to make my readers suffer. Yeah. It is rather fun. It's a little fun. <laughs> it's a little bit a little, little bit fun. <laughs> <laughs> so even though you're not reading much right now, do you have like a favorite genre that you typically like to read? Oh, um, I really like, I mean, this isn't a genre. Is it a genre? Like, I really like classics for some reason. Um, I'd say it's a genre. I don't know. I mean, people can fight me if they don't agree, but I'd say so. Yeah, well, fair enough. I mean, I I really like it for some reason. Um, yeah, I just, I don't know, something about the language. Um, it's like either it's you can have a really good plot or really good language um, or like you can have both of course but I feel like for some reason I really love really good language and like I'm okay with that just being really good language and like not a substantial plot and like I'm just like yes so good are you a Shakespeare fan well this is the thing I might have been like enforced it on me because when you go to like UK schools like the only thing that you ever study is Shakespeare so by this point like I'm just so sick of Shakespeare I'm like Jesus oh <laughs> no I yeah I had to like study Shakespeare in high school every year in English class there's a new Shakespeare play and we're like okay 
let's overanalyze this play. And I'm like, I can't, I just, I, I can't like the, the, the language, the, the plot, the, all of it. I'm like, (laughs) I just, I just don't vibe with Shakespeare. I'm sorry, William Shakespeare. I'm sorry, bro, but I just don't vibe with you. Guys, he's shimmying in his grave right now. (laughs) He's like, how dare that one Canadian girl (laughs) with my writing? Are you kidding me? After everything I did, are you kidding? (laughs) Oh my god. Yeah, no, no, it's just because it's like meant to be a play. So technically, it's like dialogue, right? It's meant to be natural, but it sounds like. I don't even know what it's just like. Where is now? Like, I'm sorry. Who? Like, I get it. That's kind of like I, I guess is kind of how they talked back then. But I will definitely go to Spark Notes and get the translated into modern English version <laughs> to understand what's happening. That's what I did in high school. They're like, okay, we're gonna read Shakespeare. Oh, yeah. Go off, go off and read scenes this to this or all of Act One, and I'll be like. <laughs> Spark Notes, Romeo and Juliet, Spark Notes, Macbeth. Oh my god! And they translate it into modern English. And I'm just kind of like, well, now I understand it, but it's still not vibing with him. Sorry. Nope. Sorry, Willie. No, but this is the thing, like, I... Not only in English, but I mean, I do drama as well. So I was having to do those monologues in old English. Oh, and it was no. vibe. I... It was so, like, I hated it because in English class sometimes when we're reading as a class, because we have to, and the teacher's like, all right, so we're going to go, um, you read this page, you read that page, and, like, it's just not a vibe. I just don't, I just don't do it. I'm good. I'm good. Um... Do you actually have a favorite book or a favorite book series? Oh, okay. Um, so for the past two years, my favorite book has probably been Gone with the Wind. Mm-hmm. I just love that book. I love it so much. Um, yeah. No, but this is the thing. Like this particular two-year stretch has been very like bare when it's come to reading. So like. <laughs> Oh, um, I, I have, like, this has just been, whenever someone's like, what's your favourite book? I'm like, Gone with the Wind. But, like, maybe if I read more, I'd, like, branch out. But that book has definitely, like, stayed with me. I just, like, I sometimes I'm just catch myself thinking about it. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> Well, I'll give you a suggestion here. Mostly because I want another person to freak out with me about how great this book series is. Is the Throne of Glass series. Oh, no, I read that book. A whole series? I think I read like up to five or six. I don't okay. remember. This is- um, hold on. Let me look at. There's six books. No. Seven. There are more. No? There's seven yeah. books in the series. I, however, did not read book six because it was focused entirely I- on one character who I don't like. So I just skipped it. <laughs> It's fine. I, I read, like, I went to the internet and I was like, can you summarize what happens in this book? Because I don't want to read it. So I didn't. Never. It's fine. <laughs> Go back and finish it, though. It's so good. Yeah, you okay. Book, you can skip book six, though. Lol. <laughs> I just I don't remember where I even left off, but I do remember it was, like, 
this was quite this like I don't remember when but I remember that everyone was reading it like in mm -hmm. my class and it was just like utter chaos yeah I mean it's kind of I feel like it's died down a little bit I, it's still very much like one of the big ones out there but it's like it's all released now so it's not like you're not gonna have to wait for anything to come out or anything it's all just kind of it's just kind of there which is good because I don't like waiting for books to be released I can't do yeah. it <laughs> I will literally wait until the series is fully released and then start it and wait do you do that with shows as well um, okay, so I prefer to watch shows on, like, Disney Plus and Netflix. I don't really like watching live TV anymore. I just kind of, because I just got tired of waiting every week and, like, losing the plot line. Yeah. I prefer to just sit down and, like, binge a whole bunch of it. Um, so, yeah. It's fine. It's healthy to watch all 15 seasons of Criminal Minds in about eight months. That's healthy, right? Yeah. Of course it is. <laughs> wait, wait, how many episodes in each one though? I just, I've never seen this. 24? Yeah, that's fine. Fine. That's fine. Absolutely nothing wrong with that. Hold on, how many episodes is all of Criminal Minds? 324 episodes. Okay, and that's like eight weeks. 42-ish minutes each. Okay. Hold on, no, there's an actual thing. How long would it take to watch all of Criminal Minds? Okay, if you watch it without ever taking a break, you can do it in two weeks. If you don't take a singular break for anything else, like you cannot eat, you can't drink, you cannot leave your couch, you can't sleep, it would take you two weeks. Well, at least you're not like the people doing it in two weeks, you know? Yeah. No. <laughs> it's fine. So you said eight months. That, that sounds fine. Yeah, like eight months. But then within that eight months, I may have watched it twice. Wait, how many episodes again? Like 300... 327? Okay, so that's like around, wait, eight times. We don't have to, we don't, we don't, we don't have to. <laughs> it's fine. It's a good show. We <laughs> don't look into it that much. It's fine. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Looking at really here, you know. <laughs> <laughs> On the topic of like movies and TVs, I've got a fun little surprise question for you. Oh, okay. If you could be in any movie, oh stop. Okay. What would it be and why? And I'll give you. There's going to be two parts to this. I want you to pick one movie that's already out. Sure, okay. And then one movie that you want to be made. Oh my god, okay. <laughs> Wait, but like, just like I want to be in, like I want to live in, or I want to act in, or like... Which one would you prefer, act in or live in? Acting makes it easier. Oh, well, we don't want to make it easy on you. I mean, <laughs> Which one do you want okay, to live in? Okay, okay. But, like, for how long are we talking? Like, forever? Yeah. Okay. The entire storyline? I don't know. Oh, God. Um, okay. Hmm. 
Okay, so my, like, currently what's coming to mind is probably, um, the Greta Gerwig's Little Women. Ooh. Yeah. That was a good one. Mm. Um, I'd love to hang out with all of them. It would just be so (laughs) much fun. Like, (laughs) um, yeah. Okay. That'd be pretty good. Was there a second part to the question? Yeah, a movie that hasn't come out. Oh, right. The, oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, based off a book, or... It could be, if you wanted to. Okay, wait, I'm just gonna sidetrack this quickly whilst I think, but did you know the, um, I don't know if you've read it, but The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo's coming I out haven't, soon. I haven't read it, but my sibling has, and absolutely loved it. It, it, it was quite intense. It was quite fun. <laughs> <laughs> My sibling, they, they annotate when they read. And um, one of... <laughs> they had highlighted a line that was really cute from one of the husbands and then failed to see three lines down where it started to go and he started to beat me two months later. Yeah, and, and they're just left sitting there like, well, I can't take back the highway, and I wish I could. Oh, no. Oh, no. Wow. That's quite impressive to highlight things, though, because that, like, you I have to, like, never. see a different headspace when you do that. I could never. Yeah, they highlight things, and they, like, write little notes in it. I could never. Mm. I'd be terrified. I don't want to, like, ruin the book. Yeah. Okay, wait. I'm still thinking. Yeah, you can't escape this. Oh, my God. <laughs> It's gonna, it's gonna do me. I'm never gonna leave. I go easy on you for like the main questions and then yeah. fun question where I don't pull punches. Oh my god. I'm trying to think of like books I've read. Could be books, it could be like a Marvel movie coming out at some point. I think Marvel would be cool because like then you're always there. That is true. You're like, oh, mm-hmm. let me go be in the new Thor movie. And then you're like, oh, well, maybe I'll just <laughs> pop into a new Avengers movie too. You're yeah. just there. <laughs> um, 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 um. I'm going to put a timer on it. Oh, no. Oh, no. There's going to be a five-minute pause while like, no one says anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to grab some background music of, like, the Jeopardy theme, like, do 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 Oh, my God. No, you know what would be a cool film, though? Would be Ooh. if, like, they took, um, they just, like, made a film about the Glee characters, like, ten years from now. I feel like that was so anticlimactic, but, like... No, I think it would be kind of interesting, because, I mean... I'm pretty sure in like the last episode they did like a flash forward to 2020. So like do a movie of like okay so now it's like what 2025 or something. How are they still doing? Yeah. That was or, like, yeah, just take like lots of different characters from different um books and films and just mush them together and just see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> just cause the utmost chaos. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, Hollywood would love that. That'd be great. Yeah. And then no one can be like, what book are you from? Because everyone just expects everyone's from different books. So I'm just like, hey guys. Hey. 
<laughs> you just slip through the cracks there. <laughs> like you make up a book title and they're like, I right, seems legit. Yeah. Oh yeah. It can work. <laughs> it can <laughs> work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, to, I'm trying to think of what the funniest interaction would be from two characters in different books. Oh. Hmm. I'm sure if my brain was working, I could think of something, but it's not. <laughs> Listen, oh. <laughs> I don't exist on weekends, okay? Fair enough. Um, probably just like, I feel like it would be someone from a Harry Potter book. Take like little Snape. And just put him with anyone, and anyone would just be so confused. They're like, "What? Like, who are you? Like, what do you think you like that? Put Snape in any other book, but <laughs> and see what happens." Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Like, who is this? Why? How? How is your cape constantly just billowing <laughs> out behind you? What is this? Yeah, what is wrong with this man? Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah no that'd be a good one no i'll i'll accept the answer okay Phew. i accept it oh <laughs> uh, well it's been great and chaotic but it's been fun oh, yeah. <laughs> um this yeah thank is, you so much yeah of course thank you for joining me on the finale of season one it's been great we had some laughs we had some chats um we are going to be on a break Dang. for a bit while we record season two. So yeah, we'll be gone for a little bit. This is your last episode for a bit, but mm. we'll be back in April at some point. I know the date, but I'm not saying it yet. Okay. I'm gonna hold that date close. <laughs> it could change. We don't know. But yeah, uh, we'll be back for season two in April. It's going to be running at about eight episodes. Um, but thank you guys so much for everything from season one. It's been great. Uh, tell your friends because season two is going to be even better, even more chaotic, even more fun. <laughs> and you're going to see way more of these amazing board members that you've come to love just as much as I do throughout all these episodes. So once again, thank you so much, Sasha, for joining me. Thank you. <laughs> and have a safe and wonderful night, everyone. Bye.